0: That stuff's gonna be like a drug. Like you are gonna sit there, you are gonna be like, man, this is, awesome. this is a lot of fun. And I don't You like, wanna get back into it? Like, I can't wait for next week. What I'm saying?
1: Get
2: your last little stretch in. Mm-hmm. Two Breathing all loud, smacking all loud. You already know who this is, man. Like you said, Jeffrey. He
0: Brodees, Brodex, what's good? We are back, 285 Live episode.
3: Yes, sir. For oh,
0: oh, your mama, for your granny, for your auntie, because it is holiday season. That's right. Today we have not one, but two special people coming back. But the second person ain't really that special because he's one of our people, Mr. Jeffrey Higgins yeah. himself. Go ahead and say what's up to the people, Jeffrey.
3: Man,
2: y'all already know what it is. Y'all already know who it is. Y'all already know what I do and what I don't do. It's your boy
0: Jeffrey H- 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 Higgins. Higgins, nice <laughs> nah, to, be man, here, man.
2: Man. Just, to be here, man. I'm glad
3: to be here, man.
0: Mister Higgins back, man. So, um, I just wanted to go ahead. want to go ahead and, and see how everyone's uh day is going, man. So, uh. Go ahead and, uh, yeah. uh, how's it up
2: there in uh, New York for us, man? Well, I'm going to be completely honest, y'all. It, it's real chilly out here, real chilled out here. We have 33 oh. degrees right now. 33 degrees right now out here, Damn. man. That's forecast. Yeah, man, 33 degrees, man. You know, and I got my jacket on. You know, I'm doing what I do, staying bundled up, you know. Yeah. Looking good, Looking, looking fresh. You know, you 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 already know what's going on out here. You know, so you know, you know, we, we
1: get a little bit more intimate on 285 Live. I know it's been a while. You know, we ain't had yeah a girl here, but uh, just just tell the people like your experiences in Atlanta.
2: Man, look, man, I I was Atlanta, man. That's where that's where I was. I was raised in Atlanta. You know, what I'm saying I've seen some things in Atlanta. Went through went through hard times in Atlanta. Uh, grew. You know, personally, with my family and my friends, let some great people, yeah. you know, connect connected with y'all, man. And, you know, I didn't. Hey, hey, hold on. I know y'all already said it, but the Braves just won the World Series.
3: Yes, yeah, sir. Know,
2: everybody know that because, you know, everybody was just talking down on us, you know, a couple of years ago when we couldn't get the job done, but we got the job done now. I'm proud of them. We ain't going to really talk about the Falcons. You know, the Hawks, they, they up and coming. We just got to get everything together, man. Hey, I love Atlanta, man. I That's, 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 that's I love Atlanta. <laughs> <laughs> so, so what's out of
1: 285? Like, you you're from
2: the east side, right? Yeah. You already know, man. You know, and then I was, I was down there in the midtown for a little minute, you know. Uh, I used to stay across from the, the, the Morehouse University. I didn't go Morehouse. to the Morehouse. Yeah, but I stayed across from it. So, you know, I just knew, you know, that, that's really because, Look, y'all, I'm in school right now. You dig what I'm saying, yeah. And you know, nursing is what I major in. So you know, if any of y'all That's ever nurse mean, Jeffrey Higgins, if y'all, if
1: y'all, not yeah, it. yeah, nurse Jeffrey Higgins.
2: Yes, sir. So you know, I just you know, I just I'm just doing what I can to give back to the community, man. You know, because they need more men in that field. So. Hey, that's right. That's right. Yeah, I'm gonna let y'all know when, when everything is said and done. You know what I'm saying? So that's what it is, man. Now, we
1: appreciate that, Jeffrey. Uh, we got our special guest just walked in the building. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Go ahead. Yeah, Go ahead. yeah. Introduce yeah.
0: our special guest. So I brought in what I would call in. He's one of my homies, good homies from the job. Again, y'all ain't gonna know what we do, but um, I would call him a modern day Renaissance man. Renaissance um, man. Absolutely, okay. absolutely. Okay. Got everything going from a caterer, a tailor. Man has his own church going on. Pastor. Pastor.
3: Yes, sir. Oh. Yes, sir.
0: This is a Jesus juice, by the way. This ain't- <laughs> <laughs> my, my boy, my boy Cortez, man, y'all shout out my boy Cortez one time. Go ahead
4: and say what's good to the people. What's good, man? What's good? What's up, good brother, mm-hmm. man? My Morehouse brother on the line. Oh, I hear yeah. you, man. I, I was in, I stayed in Huber Hall, so that Renaissance man comes from. Come from the house, so <laughs> I
3: mean, you know, and so, uh, you know we'll, my my boy
0: Cortez here. We actually uh, we played baseball around the same time in the cab, You know, uh, shout out one time to McNair. Yeah, and, uh, so y'all all oh, East Side
1: boys. Yeah. Exactly, I kind of feel like I'm out of place along, from the West Side.
4: Oh so. man, it's okay. You made it though. Uh, you, know, <laughs> story, <I> <laughs> but I, you know,
1: moved
0: to the East Side. You know, just like Jefferson we all here again. Exactly.
4: You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So, that's,
0: that's, the whole, that's the whole thing about 285 Live, man. We all come from different, different sections, you know. That's I think it's we should trademark like, We should come yeah. from all, all sections. I'm same. Trademark everything. Everything we say, I'ma
1: just trademarked. <laughs> just like LeBron said, Taco Tuesday. I don't <laughs> know why he's said to- it first? <laughs> this ain't been out since forever. Come on. I said Taco Tuesday first nah, Come on. Yeah, but it worked,
4: it worked. Man,
0: it
4: it worked. You got us all to kill
0: it. Got, it yes, right. Yeah, that's the fuck up. It yeah. is, man, yeah. but- um. I'm so glad to have everybody here. We got, you know, the squad here for the yeah. day. So, yes, sir. Before, we dive, before we dive into uh, the more serious topics, man, I just wanted to give a shout out to this one spot I found in, uh, in Conyers, you know, because we shout out the businesses around here. So, there's this nice yep. lounge called uh, Azure.
3: Mm-hmm. Azure c yeah. Lounge.
0: Lounge. Um, it's very nice out here on the east side, again, on 138 Conyers. If you're looking for a nice, mature spot, uh, they just opened up back in April of this year, I want to say, when yep. I did my research. So, um, uh, the food's great, the vibes are great, they got a nice DJ, has a mature vibe, but they got to play all the new music around here. Yeah. So, um, I definitely loved it. I went one time, and I ain't going to tell you how much I spent, but I spent a good amount, and I had a, had a great really? quality, man, so you know what yeah, you know in, in, in the audience, but it is. I uh, just want to do a quick check in and make sure I, you know everyone's week went real, real fast. So we'll start with our guest here, Mr. Cortez, man. Hey, man, my week was great.
4: Uh, capped off a great week at work. Yeah, uh, did yeah. some wonderful things there, learning and growing in that position. Uh, and outside of that, man, we we're trying to close a little deal on opening up a little learning the center or academy, That's sort up. of speak mm-hmm. down in Hogan'sville, Georgia. Uh, part of the church, mm-hmm. trying to brand and push that to basically give another look to church and not just be so focused on Sunday morning. Yeah. But people be able to yeah. see it as a place that you can go every day of the week and get something from it. So that's that's, that's really all my focus was since I got off of work. <laughs> uh, and I uh, ended up ended up having to fly out to do a service um to Dallas Fort Worth. And so uh, I came yeah man. It was very nice and We're very not cold not the cowboys no we don't deal with the we'll cowboys do that right there. but it was very nice but cool low windy but we made it back in one piece um I flew frontier okay uh, so how was that, that? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see frontier I was like listen I, I, didn't, I didn't know I didn't know what frontier was until I got on it uh but I flew I flew frontier um yep. You have to pay for the extra seat. You got to pay for your carry-on bag. Um, The bottle of water is $3.50. That's not. um, You got to pay for the napkins in the bathroom. And listen, do the number one and number two before you get on the plane because it's 25 cent to flush. I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) It was just like, it was like everything was a charge, but man, you know, we landed. And uh, by the time we landed, I flew home Delta because I wasn't going back. Yeah, (laughs) man, Delta. Because that that thing was shaky. It was a little shaky. Yeah, yeah, a little uh, turbulent. I don't don't play
1: with them flights like that.
4: Yeah, man, and that was my first time, but I booked booked on Google flights. Yeah. And so, you know, it gave me the cheapest route. And so, uh, just hindsight, it's 2020, but the cheapest route is not always the best route. At worst, Uh, I go America. At worst, America. So, I will never fly Southwest Frontier Spirit (laughs) ever in my life. unless jesus is on the plane himself I'm
2: not gonna know. my god my
0: god <laughs> I, <laughs> man, that was the week man mr higgins himself how's your
2: week going my guy man look i can't even really complain man um you know
0: everybody has
2: their ups and their downs you know i'm just glad to still be here alive breathing i can move i can i can do whatever i want to do um work has been has been it's, it's been good to me so far, and and I, I like I said I can't really complain. Um, I got I got my birthday coming up next week on Friday, uh-oh, December third. Want to make sure y'all, yeah, yeah. I my mean, this episode will come out
1: after your birthday, but uh, we do want to. Say it's it's happy cool. Birthday it's to cool. Mr. I'm Jeff letting
2: Higgins. them know, and I'm letting them know anyways because you know the, the cash up will be open. Uh, She's so, doing but. It.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: but yeah, man, I can't complain. I, I I've had a good week so far, man.
3: That's
0: what's up. Mad Dog, let's get to you, man. My really? week? Oh, my God. My week is beautiful.
1: Yeah, I just came from the mountains. Well, you know, mm-hmm. this episode is coming out afterwards. But just to let y'all know, I spent some time with uh, some of my military friends uh, up in the mountains in Smoky Mountains, Gatlinburg, Tennessee. That's what's up. And, uh, we just had a yes, wonderful time, you know, just to reconnect with each other. Yeah. And this year has, has really been about reconnecting for me. So I am blessed to, you know get back in touch with my friends uh, to chill out with them and you know i came back home to my niece and nephew mm. and we had a good time too had more dogs in the house i feel like <laughs> by the end of this i'm gonna have like a pet care business shout out to my sister <laughs> taylor's <laughs> pet care you know, i always gotta drop some lines out there so shout out to everybody out there who has their pet care businesses because it's it yeah. not easy especially with yeah. them puppies running around on them pee pads, yeah. but I'd rather they do it there than on my car. <laughs> I, I, I still remember that dog.
0: Everybody, you know, a little kiddos are like, oh
3: yeah, the dog is trained. You
0: know, he's house is trained. That's you know they run off. There's like a Lake Erie right there. You know right. what I'm saying? Like a whole whole doggone, uh, Lake Minear on the bridge. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I do <love love.
4: laughs> Me and Pat don't get along. Oh, you don't like pets at all? No, I love them. I forget to feed them. Oh, <laughs> um, <laughs> okay. I forget to feed them. I, you know, you put them in a room. I come home. I'm like, Something is missing. Two days later, I'm like, oh. Dog's still in the garage. Oh,
0: wow. yeah, man. oh, my God. So we know not to get seen. No yeah. type of pet for Christmas, no, birthday, none no. of that stuff. We, we, we good on that, man. Yeah, no pets. No oh, bets. and our wonderful host, Sir Garrett. Yes. How about yours? Um, It was interesting, man. <laughs> it was interesting. It's always interesting for him. I feel like, yeah, man. It's just, you know, just dealing with the job that I have, man. It's never a dull moment um (laughs) it's never dull bro um had to deal with a a very serious uh incident at work and uh you know i think i handled it pretty well i got a lot of people who who gave me you know handshakes and hugs and stuff for the way that i handled everything man so um yeah it definitely lets me know that i'm doing something right and it's never i don't do my job for the sake of the the cheers and the hurrahs Mm -hmm. man but just to get the respect for doing the job that i do and yep. doing it right man is that bonus would be nice towards the holiday season though. oh yeah for sure you know that's yeah. nice. <laughs> But I, the bonus never ever goes towards me it always goes to either the lady or the family okay. so I mean, you know I mean, that's what i do it for and um but all in all man I, I, honestly <laughs> so i just i'm very i'm very blessed to be in a position where i'm at where i can be <laughs> very impactful to others And this is another reason why I brought out 285, so um, just to give our perspective and just to, you know, let something sit on someone's mind, someone's heart as to what we're going through and letting them know we're not, you know, they're not the only ones going through. it. But, so, (laughs) I was talking with Mad Dog this week, well, after our last episode, and uh, after seeing everything on social media, it kind of brought me... To some, to one familiar question, a one one bottom question for our for our show this week, and that would be the topic of success. Yeah. Um, yeah. What What does that What does that look like for you personally? Mm-hmm. How do we get there? What are our pitfalls? Like just things were just running through my mind because as we're going into a new year. We have to set new goals, everybody, and um, we have to be better than what we were the last 365 days. And yeah. even though we have reached a high level, we have to continue to reach higher. Yeah. So um, I like to go around the room and kind of figure out what would what is success to you. I'll start it off because you know, like I said, it took me a whole week yeah. to yeah. even come up with an
1: answer, which yeah. is crazy because uh, I've was singing a song that I've been singing since we've been talking about this. You know, you know, uh, they ask you what you do, who you do it for. Exactly. I, I, I've been thinking about yeah. it, like, because yeah. it ain't really just about me. Uh, yeah. Me personally, I've just been like on a tip where I just want to bring everybody up with me. Cause it's easy for me to do individual success, but it's especially as a Christian, you know, to bring everybody else with you. It's a lot of obstacles, a lot of people who you know they might not be keeping up with you at the time. Yeah. But you you really, if you have that heart for it, you're like, I want them to succeed. I want them to succeed. Correct. And that's one thing I've been trying to do more often lately is just being positive and telling people like, hey. You know, somebody else might not be saying this to you, but me personally, I am saying this to be genuine that I want you to succeed. Right? Yeah. So, yeah, I'll pass the buck back to Sir
0: Gary. <laughs> so, you know, with that in mind, I, you know, like I said, I've been thinking about this a lot, and, and what I would kind of boil it down to is being able to to touch everything and it turn to gold. Mm-hmm. Um, just the fact, no matter no matter what type of obstacle comes my way. I know that depend <laughs> on me to be like, okay, he's going to bring us home. Because if you think about it, you, you know, I, I, just a prime example. I mean, if you think about it, you know, you got Michael Jordan, you know what I'm saying? You'll have, you know, a King Griffey Jr. Uh, to go outside of this, you have a Denzel Washington. Like you have a Chadwick Boseman. Every time you've seen them perform... Or, or, or even Barack Obama, you know, I'll even give it to, to President Obama and even, you know, First Lady Michelle. Mm. Every time you see them, you're like, OK, either the speech is going to be good, what the acting on is going to be great. We're going to be just fine. Because right. at the end of the day, I can I can lean on them and be like, hey, we are straight. Yeah. You know, the ball to Jordan He's going to give you 50 we could be down 60 and he'll give you 50 and he'll be mad at the at Scotty Pippen for why he didn't get you know 12 you know what I'm saying yeah. so just that drive to do better not just for my sake but for yeah. the sake of others right. um, so that's kind of where I'm at with it right now uh, what, what do you think
4: uh, oh man I think honestly success is the good and the bad uh huh it's almost like it creates the illusion of what we want mm-hmm. you know, versus what we need. There you go.
3: Yeah. If you look
4: at our millennials, our generation, success mm-hmm. is based off of Instagram, mm-hmm. TikTok, mm-hmm. Facebook, rappers, mm-hmm. artists, yeah. athletes. When really success should be focused on what are you completing for yourself? Think about it. Watch night, New Year's Eve. Everybody's gonna gather together with New Year's resolutions. They're gonna pray over it. They're gonna fast over it for one day. And then they're gonna move into a January where all of a sudden I gotta make all of these changes, all of these adjustments in March. We like, man, I don't even know what I said. Right. <laughs> but at the same time, the only thing that's pushing us is what we're seeing on our phone, right? What we're seeing on yeah. our tablet versus being at a place like you both said, what are we doing for ourselves, for our family, for our community? And I think in our generation, we've gotten away from real success. Right. Real success is not being famous. Right. It's not being rich. It it's sense. being able to create an environment of growth, mm-hmm. of change, of wealth that is not necessarily based off of money. But what about just pure happiness? Yeah, there you go. What about peace? Like, when I look at peace is big. success for my family, yeah. success for my grandfather wasn't building a, a, a mega company or being an entrepreneur. Success for him was just not getting killed by the quote unquote white man. Yeah. And moving out yeah. of the city, and his children being able to go to school. Right. Success for my mom was, I just want my son to get a good education. Yeah. yeah. Now success for us is no longer about the generational wealth. Right. It's no longer about mm-hmm. our kids. It's like, oh, I gotta have my name out here. I gotta drive the Got best car. And so we literally adapted success to a tool. Mm-hmm. Success for some is how I'm going to get this woman. Yeah. Success for some is how I'm going to buy the car I want. And it's not necessarily about creating that happiness. So for me, success, if I take all of that out, the way I envision success is what will I be happy with if I had nothing else? Right. Mm. If, if I didn't have the money, if I didn't have a car, if I didn't have the church, if I didn't have the job, what would I be like? I am content with life that this is the yeah. At the end of the day, that's ministry for me. Yeah, so my right. success is based off of ministry, yeah. whether that's at work, whether that's at church, whether that's at a barbershop. shop, that's, right. that's the success that I want to be able to see somebody mm-hmm. and have a conversation and they go, man, you changed my life. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. And and we've lost our way with that, especially as brothers. I I you know, and I don't mm-hmm. want to talk too much, but I feel like no, you're good. Us, us as brothers, we've gotten caught up into this idea. Of what it look, everybody got to have a beard now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in, in, in the wintertime, like, I say this jokingly, but it really did happen. Going to the band cage, going to the swing. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah. man, all I got on is my uniform.
3: Yeah.
4: So I'm like, I got I got to go grab something by Walmart. I walk in Walmart, there are black pants, there are blue sweats, mm-hmm. there are red sweats, there are orange sweats. There are tie-dye sweats there are no gray sweats in the building why <laughs> there, yeah. but it's the reality of to us we like man it's crazy yeah. but to think that people like oh i got to have gray sweats yeah because this makes me look better yeah this is what everybody and and, better and, better and that's right the mentality of what we created the success to be mm. success has become a natural desire of what's going to make me look better mm-hmm. not what's going to make me feel better right right you know what I'm saying?
0: That's powerful. That's hey,
3: see, that's what brought him in. That's
0: So uh, you know, I'm sorry, Mr. Hayes, you got to come up behind that. He's a man. So so go go ahead. You know, one time for the one time, just you personally. uh Just let us know how you how you how you define or how you see success for yourself personally.
2: Um. For for me i I have yeah, that's a lot of yeah, you like you said, that's yeah, that's a wolf, um, but for me, I have to say, success starts with just waking up in the morning. I don't think people really realize how 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 blessed you are to even be able to see another day um, and then success for me also goes into the whole aspect of breaking bad habits. Because what we tend to do is, we tend to, like y'all said, we'll we'll write down a list of whatever we want to do the next upcoming year. And then next thing you know, we turn around and we start doing our bad habits again. Breaking those bad habits is your first thing that you will want to do in terms of success. That's what I try to do. I'm not perfect. Nobody is. I'm still working on myself. Everybody is. But that's the first and main thing. Number two, generational curses.
3: Right, we, because
2: we because we tend to forget that those generational curses are possibly a big reason as to why you have those bad habits. Wow! Um, being able to really just sit down with self and then sitting down with your family members talking about what made you, you know, what, what groomed you into being the person that you are because of whatever happened before. Uh, you might have somebody in your family that has an alcohol addiction, that's been having an alcohol addiction, somebody that, that, that just um, drugs maybe even. So um, being able to really look at yourself and really just crack down on yourself, be like, okay, I'm way better than this. I am more than what than what society sees me as, Yeah.
3: and
2: I'm going to be great. I'm going to be successful. Success doesn't all you. You don't need fame to be successful.
0: Correct.
2: You don't need you don't need the okays of your peers to be successful. Being able to just do the small things every day in order for you to 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 move forward—that's that's that's the biggest thing for me when it comes to success, and that's what I value myself uh, my myself on when 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 it comes to me being successful.
3: Yeah.
0: And, yeah, and I'm glad I'm glad you said that, man. You you said a lot, you know, that I kind of wanted to kind of dive into more, but. The, the main thing that you said uh, was the, the pitfalls. I want to get to that a little bit later, but the more immediate thing yeah. I want to address was the fact of you saying, like, oh, you know, let's do the little things right. Because that's yeah. really where success really starts. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you have this mm-hmm. big goal where people fail to realize is like, okay, you know, let's, let's take it, let's take it, you know, in terms of the entertainment industry. Oh, I want to be this big actor. All right, cool. How you going to get there? Right? Right? You do realize, you know, you have to get yourself an agent. That costs money. Where are you going to get the money from? Yeah. All right? So you have to do something where you have to represent yourself, i.e., commercials or, or some sort of advertising, being an independent film where you can pad your resume. So a lot of people don't think about that part. They just, you know, like uh, my boy Cortez was talking about, like, people just go ahead and they just see what they see on social media and copy it, mm-hmm. but they don't realize the actual work that goes behind it. The, the making sure you post at this time with Instagram or, or any type of social medias. There's a certain algorithm that I had to learn was like okay, you know, based off the influencers that I know, you have to you have to post at this certain time. You have to post how many times here. You gotta make sure that you you, you get the amount of likes here. You gotta if you yeah. don't get the certain amount of likes on, on on YouTube. You don't get paid. You could get paid, but it's only like seven cents. Mm-hmm. So that's you know like people have to do their research on the information. The little things, the little spots that get them to that bigger thing. Right. And, and, yeah. and another thing that I would say when it comes to success, at some point, you forget about the bigger picture. When you focus in on the minute details, the bigger picture will come in on its own prime example for me i can only speak for myself personally and that's all we can do in in this circle right yeah, now we're not judging anybody for their definition of success correct and again uh we do post these uh, engagement posts on our facebook
1: and instagram so if you do want to engage with us tell us what you think success is you know we would
0: love to you know go back and forth talk to you absolutely absolutely so like for me right I told myself in high school, I was like, okay, I'm going to a Division I school or NCAA school. Point blank period, it don't matter if it's for academics, athletics, it didn't matter to me. Right? It didn't matter because the the two went hand in hand. You're called a student athlete for a reason. And my, my dad instilled that in me. My mom instilled that in me. Both of them together instilled that. So... It's like okay, you want to go to the big school. You want to go to a Georgia. You want to go to Alabama. You want to go to a Florida. You want to go out west to California. Do you have the Georgia grades? Do you have the Florida grades? Because the, there's, yeah. there's a whole bunch of kids walking around here six six two fifty, Corona four 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 three forty. But do they have the mind? Okay, right. when they're coming off the field on Saturday, to do their homework on Sunday, right. right? Yeah. And you're from here on, and, and if there's any young listeners right now. Uh, I want you to understand, you are about, if you want to go to a school, you are representing your your, your school, you are are advertising yourself to where you you can show like, hey, I can perform under pressure, whether it be on the field, I can keep my, my grades up, now these kids are getting deals with money, I can handle my money, I can handle the business that comes along with it. So there's a lot more pressure on these kids to understand that part versus, oh, well, you know this NIL deal is gonna give me, you know, fifty thousand dollars. I can go ahead and give me a Dodge Charger. Like it's, it's bigger than that. That's just a small stepping stone to what you are trying to get to. And so it's, I just, I just want that. Like, like for me, when I was trying to get that, I was like, okay, I'm gonna get my grades up. I made everything in competition. I want to be top five. My bad. I want to be top five in everything. Academics, athletics. I wanna I wanna be the strongest guy on my team, I wanna be the fastest guy on my team, I wanna be the leader of my team because I wanna I wanna to prove to not only them but the next level that I can lead somebody successfully. Yeah. Now we ain't gonna talk about Lakeside football, but Lakeside baseball, it was a different ballgame. Yeah. <laughs> it was a different ball yeah. game, right? Because that was my element. That's where I really stepped up. So and the next thing I know, awards come in left and right. Why? Because I'm not I'm not focusing in on I'm not focusing in on, you know, looking at the picture every day. A lot of people say, you know, visualize it. Cool, I get that part. But when you're doing the little things right every day,
4: the rewards will come after. Right. right. Yeah. Well, see, the reality is success is not the result. It's mm-hmm. the process. Right. Absolutely. And you have to celebrate the small victories. Right. So what happens is most of us, we, if you look at baseball, most of us, let's say the home plate is the end result. We get the first base, we get a hiccup. we like, man, I'm just going back to the side. I'm done. Right. Okay. But – then you get the next person, and get the second base. So you like, all right, I'll, I'll continue. What we keep having in our com- community and our culture is every time we see a bump in the road or a detour, mm. we're done. Right. We're, we're it's it's almost like we're, we're like cell phones that lose signal. Right. We can't do nothing until we get back. In an area which is not the case, right? Sometimes you're not going to get the signal, sometimes you're going to feel disconnected, right? Because the success is the process, right? It is what you learn as you succeed, right. as you go. But when you celebrate the small victories, that's why I hate when people do these vision board parties, yeah, but they but. After the vision board party, we'll see each other until the next vision board party. Yeah. There's no accountability. Yeah. There's no working with it. So instead of doing a vision board party, do a, do a I'm doing it party. Right. Like, <laughs> like this is the vision, but I'm actually doing this. Yeah. I'm actually making it happen. Because when you realize every time you go through the process, the process is actually what prepares you for the end result. Mm-hmm. The success is the process. Right. Makes it's sense. The, it's yeah. navigating to get there. Yeah. Man, unless man. you play on the Lakeside football team. Chill. <laughs> I, I, was, I was gonna tell you. Look, while we're talking about success, I need you to change. The look, no. Because so, no. I got you. I got you on no success. If y'all don't know, in the Falcons. If y'all don't
1: know, and if you haven't listened to the podcast, I have mentioned this before that. I am not watching Falcons football this year. I, after they made the decisions that they made in the offseason, I was like, we're separated. But I still would agree. No, stop separating.
4: I, you need a divorce. No, no. We're not, 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 in yet, not yet. Not yet. I, no, not, no, not yet. No, divorce. <laughs> not
2: yet.
1: Because, because if I would have did, did that, we wouldn't be watching the Braves
4: win the World Series. I got, I got, I got, I I got a, a solution. I got a solution. What's that? We should take the Atlanta Falcons. And move them down the street by the battery. (laughs) Build a new stadium. (laughs) Call them the Cobb Falcons. And they will win a game. The flowery brush falcons. (laughs) Listen, man. Let me tell you something. I said jokingly. I don't listen, if you are for all the viewers, if you go to church you're gonna understand what I'm saying. <laughs> when they tore down that old Baptist church on that corner to build that stadium, I knew then the Lord wasn't gonna let them win. You should, you should be able to episode one. Oh.
1: This in episode one about how we are cursed. <laughs> Y'all
4: are cursed. Y'all are cursed but by yes. Friendship Baptist Church. <laughs> <laughs> Thinking, Joey Anderson. Oh, Lordy, personally. <laughs> personal.
1: Listen, man, the Falcons. That's not yes. Yeah.
3: yeah.
1: We'll, sports. Next time, you know, we'll right. we'll bring you back to the Falcons when we talk about. No, that. no, no.
4: Please don't. don't.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 thank no. No, no Thank you.
2: No, thank you. I have allergies. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Negative. Negative. They they are the only team. that every game you up by thirty points. The, the, see. And not focusing on the process. Yeah, um, They're on the process.
1: They thought that little success that they had going to the, the Super Bowl was the end result, like you were saying. Yeah. But they forgot the process. They yeah. let Kyle Shanahan go be a coach for the 49ers. How's that turned out, Kyle? Um <laughs> and, and you know, we just lost all all
4: sense. So we don't even know what's but at least Kyle Kyle was smart. Yeah he's he, smart. He left because he said if I leave I have a chance to win. Yeah. If I stay with the Falcons, it doesn't matter what we do, we'll never win. <laughs> It
3: doesn't matter. Uh, yeah, No <laughs>
1: success. But, um, yeah, yeah, you, you made great points. About- <laughs> 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 we, got, we, got focus. we were trying to make it a sports podcast, but we got you made great points. <sighs> about, yeah, talk to my about job. success. Yeah. Um, and I'm, I'm just sitting here like, dang, like, y'all took everything I wanted to say for real, for real, but yeah. I still do have a perspective because uh, my de- definition <laughs> changes, like, per decade, per five years, whatever. <laughs> because for me, growing up, You know, downtown Atlanta, I used to look out, you know, see the big city and stuff like that. I didn't have enough money to spend for the big city. Uh, My parents didn't have enough money to spend for the big city. So it just came to the point where I was like, I don't even care about money. I don't even care about clothes. I really just want to get us out of this situation. I don't want to see us in this situation no more. I have a saying that I always say to people. I'm like, I don't want to smell the back of my refrigerator. again. Because if you had your lights turned off. You know, you will smell everything that's in that refrigerator, and you know, if you push everything to the back, you smell everything coming. Train so mark
4: that down.
1: Uh, big facts, back big facts. But like that, that part of my my decade, you know, I was like success for me would be like just to get out of my mom's house, get a good job. You know, I always wanted to be a software engineer, so I was like, that's that's my goal, and it just took me to, when I got to the military, I was like, that like you were saying, it's not the end when you when you get to that point you're like i need to redefine what i what i see as success again i need to say help oh, okay i'm getting married you know i want my my wife to enjoy her life i want her to be yeah. stress free because yeah. you know the the least you have to stress about i feel like the more it's like you feel successful yeah, yeah, yeah. and success that success uh being successful is a feeling a lot of times you're like when i wake up in the morning i'm confident yeah. that i can go out and do the things that i want to do i made these plans yes But now I feel confident that I can go put my, you know, put my shoes on and go out there and handle that business. Because you can have a business, two businesses, three businesses. Mm -hmm. But if you're not putting that work in, what's the point of that business? You're just wasting time at that point. You know, that's a failure. You know, a lot of times we we talk about what success is, but we don't talk about what we see as a failure. You know, and sometimes we get caught up in failing. And then we define that as the absolute failure. You know, you you mess up one thing. You know, you didn't get as many social media likes today. You didn't get, you didn't reach all your goals today. But what goals did you reach today? Right. And like Jeffrey Higgins was saying, you know, I woke up this morning. You know, I was able to make a post this morning. You know, somebody saw it. Somebody was like, I like that. And for me, I'm like, okay, that's some type of success. Let me put that in my success bag. You know, mm-hmm. successful means full of success. Mm-hmm. And you just keep adding that success to your bag. You keep redefining that. And you just keep pushing, you know. That's one thing I've been saying a lot to people: like, keep pushing. It may not seem like, you know, the the money is coming in right today, you know. But yeah. you you don't know what's gonna happen next month, you know. Not yeah. everybody sat there. Um, the guy from Star Wars, I can't remember his name right now, but he didn't start acting until he was like forty. Um, the guy who played uh, Han Solo. Wow. Yeah, he he didn't start. At, he was a janitor or something like that. You know, Bill Gates dropped out of. College, all that stuff. Like, you don't think that hurt him when he was probably going through his yeah, stuff? For sure. His parents probably look at him like, "You're a failure in my family." But bil- billionaire, like yeah. <laughs> multi-billionaire, uh, Elon Musk, all of them. You know, we look at them and we're like, "Oh, they're you know white privilege and all this stuff like that." We don't know what they've been through. We don't know what they've stressed about. Right. We don't know what Michael Jordan stressed about. You know, his his dad yeah. dying and all this stuff, and yeah. trying to yeah. balance between basketball and baseball. Gambling gambling, like everything everybody has these struggles everybody has these You know paths to success, you know But it's about staying on that path And if you need to make a detour to come back on that path that you chose to go do something else because like I said I wanted to be a software engineer I took a a Six years to be an air traffic controller in the army because I was like they don't have exactly what I want in the army But I want to try something new just to see just to test myself to say can I succeed in this lane Air traffic control is a completely different field than doing computer stuff. So when I went there, I was like, let me just test out. They were teaching us all types of stuff, like weather, like drawing out airfields. I was like, I am not good at any of this stuff. Like, I got to memorize all this stuff. And it it intimidated me at first. And then I started saying, okay, you can win air traffic Controller of the year if you keep this up. Because it was people that I knew personally who were getting nominated for this stuff. So I was like, that's what I want. Like, I need to be doing as as much as I can to do that. So towards the end of my career in the Army, uh, I think it was year five, I actually won the the honor of Air traffic Controller of the Year. Mm -hmm. And I was was like, so, this is great. But I need to focus on what I wanted to do. I still want to be a software engineer. So getting out in the Army, uh, we were talking about maybe you should just be an Air traffic Controller because you're good at it. And I was like, I don't want to be just good. I don't want to just be great. I want to be excellent. And I know I'll be excellent as a software engineer. Yeah. So, again, with success, I just feel like it's a redefining process. You just got to keep That's real. thinking about it. That's you got to keep, keep pushing yourself to the next level. You can't be it. Um, a lot of people do find themselves complacent. MC Hammer, you know, uh, all these people who made money quick in the 90s. And they don't have anything to show for it. And it's just like, it's puzzling to me. I'm like... You had millions of dollars, millions, millions of fans, and you didn't take the time to learn how to save, how to build, how to just keep that continuously flowing. Mm -hmm. And that's not an excuse nowadays. Not in 2021, going to 2022. The information is is out there. It's not like everybody can get the same information. It's about how we try to reach out to get that.
4: And a a lot of people get success and it's a blessing, but they don't know how to have it. I'm sure you guys have heard in church, I've said it before, a blessing prematurely is a curse. If you don't know how to handle what you have, that's why a lot of people are successful and don't realize Mm -hmm. it. And that's why a lot of people feel successful and they're not. Mm. Because you don't know how to handle what you have. That's why like you said, you gotta keep going back to that drawing board. Okay, I achieved this goal but what's next? Right. This isn't the cap. What What do I do, you know, after I get here? So.
1: Yeah. So uh, that was some good good stuff. Uh, but we do want to get, you know, more intimate with our guests. Um, I know you mentioned being a pastor and, and other stuff, but it does sound like you have a lot of experience in other fields. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to uh, illuminate
4: the, the fans about who you are? Um, well, I'm Cortez Harris. Um, I'm the proud pastor of Shiloh uh, Church, Hogan'sville, and Atlanta. Yeah. Two locations. <laughs> Praise the Lord, everybody. Uh, yeah. but we have two locations in uh, Atlanta and Hogan'sville. Uh, but I'm also uh, the lead tailor and owner of Legacy, Lee Legacy, uh, which is uh, tailoring. Uh, we do suits, shirts, jeans, hats. <laughs> um the whole now we can even do shoes um dress shoes that is yeah. but you know we're trying that out now um and it's going pretty well it's very interesting
3: mm-hmm.
4: uh dressing, yeah. dressing brothers, and so trying to get them to see that renaissance man yeah absolutely. Um, and then outside of that i also cater i do private dining uh so i basically with gospel kitchen we come to you. Gospel uh, Kitchen. Yeah, gospel Gossip. kitchen. Uh you can you can get three Hebrew boys, which is uh, our three uh fried piece chicken. Uh, so everything is named after something biblical. Yeah. yeah. Um and so uh, I have jo- Jonah and the whale, which is our stuffed salmon, which is absolutely Woo! amazing. Oh wow, I just thought like, <laughs> Jonah and the <Luel. laughs> yeah, whale yeah. so you know everything is put together. So we got the multitude, which is okay. our rasta pasta, and that's basically crawfish, um, grilled salmon, mm-hmm. shrimp, mm-hmm. Uh, jerk chicken, all made into a rasta pasta. Okay. Mm. Um, mm. It, 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 we, we got some things, man. So we come to your house, uh, we basically cook there, we prepare there, um, and then we serve you. And it's basically, the focus is on presentation. Okay. Uh, the food is absolutely amazing, but it's an opportunity for, you know, in the pandemic, we were thinking of what better way where dining rooms closed, mm-hmm. restaurants closed, what better way can we give people a elegant dinner? Mm. Yeah. On a special night, on an anniversary, on an engagement, where it may even be a private setting. And and, and it was an idea, especially for us regular <laughs> folk. You know, yeah. you, and, and I and I say that and I don't mean it disrespectfully, but think about it. When you sit back and you look at TI or you know, even some of your mega passes, Creflow, whatever, they call a cook. They come and cook every day. Uh, shout out yeah. to my boy, Chef Gerard, Chef Banks. Um, you know, I, I got brothers that they go out and this is what they do. Chef Low, uh, Soul Pot, leftovers with Low. They, this is what they do. They they go out and they cook for these artists. But what about regular people like you yeah. and me? That, we that, hungry that, too. That all I could pay. We <laughs> hungry too. <laughs> do. don't, don't ask me. Yes, f- for no state, four hundred dollars. I'm not doing I'm it. Not doing that. So the idea was, you know, I had a friend of mine. It was his anniversary, and he was like, "Yo, bro, I want to do something for my wife." And so I called my boy, who plays sax. We went over. We brought the roses. Mm. He played the sax. I cooked the food. We placed the sa- We did the placement. Uh, the table, the presentation, man, food was amazing. And nine months later, they were grandfathers. <laughs> Godfather's. <laughs> Godfather's. <laughs> and and literally, it was like, <laughs> from there it took off. And so people started calling for Girls' Night Out, yeah. which has been a blessing. Uh, because that's where you make all your money. Tips, man, listen. yeah. Especially when you do like a Girls' Night Out, maybe seven, eight girls, uh, or ladies or whatnot. Man, you cook the food. You're getting ready to leave they're like oh what's your cash up and i'm like the lord is high above the heavens <laughs> <'Cause> man, <laughs> the tips be nice man. Oh, man. Uh, but uh but you, you do that or you have the fellas the fellas get together mm-hmm. and they're doing a, you know a fish uh the fish a fishing trip yeah and you know they'll bring you to the cabins you go to the cabins <laughs> you cook um and you know things of that nature man so we started doing that uh, we named the gospel kitchen and then 50 of every single dollar that we get from Gospel Kitchen goes to two uh, organizations that we're really close with, Tabitha's House, which is in Atlanta, right. and then we have another one, which is Shiloh Cares, and everything is about helping underprivileged kids or those that are less fortunate because, think about it this way, we're always teaching young brothers to play football, right. sports, people ain't really teaching them to cook. Yeah, that's yeah. real. Then let's, let's pause. One of the biggest things real quick that we always talk about as brothers, y'all both are happily married, but when you were dating, you was like, man, I got to find a woman that can cook. Well, man, well, <laughs>
1: well for me, I, I ain't have to worry about that. My dad taught me how to cook. You yeah. said you're going to survive out there, so I love cooking. So
4: Yeah, and so I did, but a lot of my boys are like, man, nobody can cook that. So that's the focus of Gospel Kitchen outside of creating the revenue and the residual income, being able to also teach our young people how to cook, man, give them opportunities to uh, to feed themselves, man, you know. And so that's been my focus between pastoring, tailoring, um, and and cooking, man. It's it's been a joy. It's been a privilege. It's been insightful to wake up every day.
3: I have the ability. Now,
2: I must ask. I must ask because I'm I'm very curious. You just talked about all the great food that you that's good by the Lord Jesus. So but you would you would you be willing to come in to to the good old Buffalo, New York? <laughs> <laughs> listen, doc. Listen. <laughs> you,
4: I, I promise you I was just telling somebody yesterday. Um, uh-huh. the one place I wanna go that I've never been is New York. Mm. And so yeah. doc, I would definitely come to New York. <laughs> you got to take me to the best the, the grocery store. Now I want to I, go I, 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 take I, to look, the park.
2: And I I would I would I would make sure that you don't come <laughs> while it's snowing because that's not when you want to come. But but I would make sure that you are yeah, you, everything you need, I just, you just, I just want the food. And thank I, you.
4: I in, got thing. you man. in fact, man, I'm going to figure it out. You know, you can do anything on Amazon
3: Prime. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't lying.
4: Good talk, good people. Uh, what can they find you on social? So you can find me on social. You go to Instagram, IG. It's Cortez J. Harris. You can find me there. You can find me at CJ Empowers. Um, either the one. I, I have access.
2: And I'm always on both uh Instagram, TikTok, uh, Twitch. Oh uh, they can shoot they can find me at the house. Really? I mean I
3: ain't gonna
2: lie. <laughs> 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 um they can find me on um on Instagram. My Instagram is the real AJ. D A R E A L A J underscore on Instagram. If you ever need me, just hit me up and I'll be very, very, very. I'll be as nice as I can. I'm not, you just catch me on the good day, and we'll be good. That's 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 where they can find me on Facebook. Facebook. No, nah, you can't find me on
3: Facebook.
2: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: once again, these these links will be on, in the description on YouTube. They'll be in the description on Spotify on RSS.com on. Apple Music, when we get that figured out. We we'll yeah. figured out something. Apple yeah. taking forever to send me stuff back. Everybody always want to talk about stuff that Samsung and Androids are doing, but Apple taking forever to send me an email link hey. for, for a podcast about to blow up on Apple. So y'all better
4: hey,
1: get your stuff together, Apple. Hey, Let June. them know. Now chill out now. <laughs> <laughs> they just came <laughs> the so They're you know. they oh, holding up. They're they, they, they they holding out. They're holding yeah. out a little bit. Yeah, we do need the money and but we about to go to our ad break. Uh, We'll be back for part two, so y'all stay tuned. Stay tuned. Yes, sir. Hey, kids. Nah, I'm just playing. But in all seriousness, looking to spice up your holidays? The ladies at Marie's Jewel Events are looking to upscale those tired traditions with sleek and modern ideas. The event business is their business, so let them help you turn plain and boring, to fresh and exciting. Give them a follow at Instagram at... Maurice Jewel Events. That's M A R I E S Jewel Events. Once again, check out MJE to spice up your events and tell them the guys at 285 Live sent you. It was good, brodies and
0: brodets. We are back from commercial break. We had to go ahead
3: and.
0: (laughs) We had to come back and you know, you know, get our minds right, feel our stomachs up. No hookah this time, so we can't shout out. We can't shout out Voo, but we still shout out the Voo one time for the hookah, for the hookah one time, one time. Um yep. we had a had a great, you know, great part one uh, with uh, Mr. Renaissance Man Cortez Harris himself and Mr. Jeffrey Hit Higgins as well.
3: Yeah, all he, yeah, life. yeah.
0: Um. So. And, of course, you know, my right-hand man, Mad Dog. So I'm I just very, uh, very glad that we've had this this circle of people, different, you know, different perspectives, mindsets. It seems like we're all on one accord. You know, we all said the same thing, you know. You know, there's different ways to tie a knot back in the day as long as it holds, you know, we all, we all go. Um, but the one thing I want to kind of bring back when it comes to the level of success for us, because I feel like, you know, on our own personal levels, we are – successful is kind of the people that influenced us um to get to the level that we're at and pushing us to go beyond where we're at um so i'll go first i think for me first and foremost i would have to say my parents um my my dad was the enforcer my mom was the nurturer so that kind of uh played a role in itself. you know my dad gave me the the hard-hitting facts of hey you know these grades ain't good enough. You're not doing well here. You you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, just being real with me. Like there, there are thousands of other kids that are doing exactly what you want to do. Why in the world should they choose you? What makes you stand out? And you know, manners go a long way, the etiquette goes a long way. No, you know, ma'am's the yes, sir, it takes you a long way because that, that shows respect. It shows, you know, a, a value of honor. And just doing what my parents have, have told me to do, whether it be right or wrong, because you know in the Bible, of course, that's one of the many uh, many commandments that God has given to us that have uh, uh, a promise behind it of everlasting life. If we can go ahead and uh, honor our, our parents and, and do what they say, that you know, to the point where, of course, it's not detrimental to us. But um, but I would I would have to say that. They play a number one role. Um, number two would have to be my elementary school teacher, Ms. Huff, Ms. Kim Huff. Shout out to Ms. Huff. Uh, she was definitely—I uh, mean, literally from first grade to fifth grade—she made sure she was my teacher for my class every single year to the point where she just, you know, had to let us go. And you know, she was like my mother. She was really like my mother. Like she would call my mom, and my mom would be like, "Beat him!" If you know she did something wrong. So, yeah, so it was, it was just one of those things where, you know, it takes a community. Um, I would have to give, give a shout-out to uh, my soccer coach, uh, Coach Marion. When I was about 10 years old, I played for him from the ages of 10 to 13. And while on that team, we probably lost three games in total. And that was because of lack of manpower, you know. Um, we played we, – you know, we had an opportunity to play in Germany. Still dominated type thing, and uh, he taught me how to be how to be a warrior, how to be ferocious, how to take command. You know, because you know he saw something in me at a very young age to where it's like no matter where I go, no matter where I step on, you know whether it be on in a in a room or on a field, I demand I demand respect based off of how I come in and present myself. So uh, with all those, I would man. I mean, I'm sure there's a lot more, but those definitely resonate with me. You know, my sister was my competition. Um she was, man. She's young, she's right. younger than me, but she was definitely my you know, shout out to my sister Ashley. Um she don't, don't get it confused by the way, you got a sister like and a wife I have a sister and a wife named Ashley, both of the same same birthdays by the way, but different spellings of that name. Um <laughs> Yeah, okay, it's crazy. And so I was a little worried for a moment. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> this is not a certain geographical right. place on the United States we are, of America. We are in Atlanta. uh like, Right. Not not a. Uh, we're gonna leave right there. We're <laughs> gonna leave right there. Stop. Stop. <laughs> we're eighty five live that go a little bit more global, so we're gonna leave folk alone. <laughs> i I'll alienate one part of Georgia, that's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> but, But she was my competition, you know, and and even if, you know, whether she recognized it or not, she was, you know, uh, very successful, almost to the point where I could call her a prodigy. So everything that she touched was really like, like she could go outside and and literally be like, okay, what's this? Look at it one time and be able to, to hit it right then and there, where it took me a lot of reps to get to where I'm at. So, um... I definitely shot her out. So, you know, I appreciate my little sister on that. And of course, my wife being very supportive of me, uh, even when we were in the dating phase, uh, always pushing me to do better. So, those are all mine. Um, Mr. Mister Mr. Cortez, if you have any uh, important influences on your success up to this point? Or
4: um, those that are trying to tell you to do better? Um, I've had maybe, I've had really three. Main influential people in my life. Um, the first one being my grandfather. Um, mm-hmm, he mm-hmm. was not my biological grandfather, but he married my grandmother. And uh, when I say this man, I watched him uh, go from Atlanta to Tuscaloosa, roll tide, uh, <laughs> consistently every week, uh, but oh, never wow. missed a beat with us. He never missed oh, a game. Wow. Um, if he had, he worked at germ Motors in Tuscaloosa. And so if he had to drive after work, two and a half hours, three hours, to come to a baseball game and then drive back that same night, mm. he did. Mm. Um, I also got to watch him love on my grandmother. Yeah. So I was able to see real love. Oh, yeah. Shout know, out to the parents. parents yeah. Yeah. yeah, shout yeah. out to the parents, man. Uh, I was able to see real love when, when the happy feeling goes away. When you left your shoes at the front door, yeah, yeah, yeah. When you left the toilet seat up, you know, when you didn't do what I told you, I got to see that part of love. Um, and so, man, you know, that was one of the most influential people in my life. And when he passed away, uh, December seventeenth, two thousand and nineteen, that it shook my world. Mm. But he left me with the tools to succeed, absolutely, uh, to be the best I could be. And then the second person would be my uncle uh, Calvin Cox. Uh, we call him Uncle Bubba. <laughs> he, he about six five, about three fifty good But man, he's he's A1 day one, man. And so um he's literally the leading post of my family. He's the mm. one with the most financial sense. Um I've only got whooped by two people in my life, my mother mm-hmm. and my uncle. My father <laughs> never whooped me, my grandmother never whooped me, my grandfather never nobody ever whooped me but my mother and him. And uh, he gave me the last weapon I ever got. (laughs) And uh, after that, I've never gotten in trouble ever again in my life. Uh, But he was hand in hand. And then the third person uh, would be my pastor, Pastor Black. Mm -hmm. I've watched this dude gracefully lead thousands of people while still doing the best he can to be him. And be a natural person and not be this stuck up guy. So. Being able to see the ministry standpoint, being able to see my uncle, and being able to see my grandfather, you know, it's been amazing. My dad's still around, uh, but my dad is the quiet guy. Mm. Uh we could you know, the the house could be on fire. My dad'll be like, Hey, there's water in the other room doesn't make it, I guess we'll buy something else. Yeah. You know. <laughs> so, you know, he's the best friend, I guess, but Man, those have been the most influential people in my life. And, of course, my mom and grandmother. So, shout out to all the Harrises and 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 Coxes all over the world. So, Cox. Uh, <laughs> yeah,
3: the Cox. <laughs>
4: Cox's. Yep. Yeah. so it's been yep. amazing. I've been blessed. And, and you can – you really know how much God loves you by the people he gives you. Give. Big and facts. And so man. I'm, I'm
0: extremely blessed, man. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, Mr. Higgins.
2: <laughs> yeah. Um – I, I will have to say, starting off, I, I have to say my mom first and foremost, because um, cause growing up, I was I was a handful. Um, I was I was that child that you told th- to do all the dishes. I left three forks in the sink, not one. I left all three of them in the sink. <laughs> um, I, uh, I was I was I was the the the, the son that. Um, that when you when you told him it's time to go to bed I'm crawling in the kitchen I'm trying to get some snacks late at night um my mom my I, I was yeah I was a handful um and that's just the light part of it um but she she she's she stayed with me she stayed by my side um and she was just being the best mother that she could she could possibly be she laid out the foundation for me um not having not having a father in my life you know, so that that was the biggest thing. I, I could only see what she had to do in terms of, you know, being able to, to provide for us and and for us to have the new shoes and good clothes and stuff like that. And even those nights where she thought that I didn't know she didn't eat but she fed everybody else. Those nights really did something to me as I got older when I would when I would 'cause you never really really start to appreciate things until you really do get to that age to where you start to understand stuff like that. Um, the second person I would have to say, I would have to, I would even have to say my dad, um, because, um, he, he showed me, um, what not to do in terms of how to, how to, um, love those that you call family. Um, he t- he showed me how you shouldn't love your, your wife, how you how you shouldn't treat your kids, stuff like that. So his faults helped me learn from a distance. Um I would have to say my grandparents, even though there were many days where I didn't feel like praying. I didn't feel like I didn't feel like doing anything really. And they 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 just be like, All right, come here, come on, come on, son, let's let's pray let's let's we gotta get this whatever you're going through right now we're we gonna go ahead and we're gonna give it all to God because without him where where would you be yeah. and um and they really kept me grounded um and uh last but not least I would have to say my brothers and my sisters actually last not last but not least, but my brothers and my sisters and then and then you guys honestly because uh-huh. as you know for as long as I've known y'all y'all been y'all kept me grounded too. Um and even during those times where I be tripping, you know, y'all be like, I right. am like, all right, you gotta do what you gotta do, man. And so I appreciate all of y'all, man, really honestly. Yeah, we
3: love you, bro. You're welcome, I love you welcome <laughs> Chief. <laughs>
0: nah, man, that's what's up. we're gonna we're gonna go ahead and uh finish this up with with Mr. Mad Dog here, man. If you could uh kinda Give us yours and Man, the list
1: is long, but I'm gonna keep it short just for the sake of time. Uh parents, of course, I talked to I talked about them last last episode, episode three. Yeah. Talked about how our parents is in our lives. My dad put a keyboard in my hand at the age of two, so I fell in love with computers early age. Um, all of my military leaders. Uh Sergeant Ortega, Sergeant Calvert, uh Sergeant Bushkin, uh, Sergeant Burkheiser, who will be a guest on the show. I'll bet. December 12th. I always got to throw the plug and like that. But like, for real, all my mentors in the military, I appreciate, you know, they always pushed me to do, do more than I wanted to do. And sometimes I used to sit on the sidelines and be like, I just kind of want to coast it out, get my GI bill, go to school to do what I want to do. But they was like, there's more out there. Go be air traffic controller the year. Um, there were a lot of people in Germany uh, that I met, uh, Mr. Schleeman, uh, Mr. Graves, all the civilian people that I worked there, they pushed me, they were always on me saying, hey, do do it now, you know? Yeah. Do, do the work now, lay the, lay the foundation now. So when you go home and you know, you're know you with your wife and you're doing your computer stuff, you ain't gotta worry about nothing, yeah. right? You already, you already got your degree, you're already working on whatever you else you wanna work on. Yeah. Um, my teachers, of course, everybody say their teachers are important in life. Uh, I was in JROTC when I was in high school Uh, Sergeant Bleach was always on me. Uh, I remember one day I took the ASVAB, which I thought it was was a career aptitude test. That's what they told me it was. But it was like actually for the the military to see what job you can get in the military. So I went and kind of had did that, but I got like an 82 on it or something like that. And they looked at me like I was like the superstar of the year. They pushed me after that. I went to be the battalion commander. and They was just like, like, go, go, go. So I really appreciate the people who stuck it out with me. Uh, of course, gotta mention the wife. Of course, uh, I love my wife to death. You know, she she's always on me. She's always uh, having me refocus and having me to rethink things. And sometimes I think I know it, it all. I'm like, I, I got life figured out. But she 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 reminds me like, hey, it could be done better. We can do yeah. stuff a lot better than what you think that we can do. Like let's put our heads together and that's one thing it took me a while to, to learn how to do is like you know really learn how to compromise and how to how to see the best of both worlds because sure, you know, sometimes we get caught up in our own selves and
3: be selfish, yeah. you know.
1: But just to just to have them and we got our spiritual leader who is my mother in law. Oh yeah, <laughs> Jeez, grandma. grandma oh my god. Grandma Sybil the, the most stressful days I've had during this COVID season, she was just like, God's got it. And she reminded me every day I went down there to pray with her. And, you know, the blessings are plenty. I'm not, not bragging, you know, on myself. I'm bragging on God at this point because the blessings yeah. have been crazy. Yeah. Um, but, you know, we're going to wrap it up. Uh, last final words you want to say as our special guest? We we enjoyed having you here. By the way, absolutely, absolutely
4: my God. That Let me crazy. come back every now and then
1: yeah, you,
3: will look, you will. Look bro. at this
1: point, you family. Like yeah. that's how I always say to people. I'm like, look, you know, good conversations. I need that in my life. I need yeah. people who were. Who's going to talk to me. Who's
4: going to talk to me about things that they've been through. Because I've been through this. You've been through that. Yeah. So, final words. Man, I'll I just say, man, you guys keep going. Like, what, what, what is transpiring? What is happening? friend um, not over a small beginning, man. Like, God is going to exalt a new season. But as I've told... Uh, uh, Sir Garrett. <laughs> Sir Garrett, Dr. G, <laughs> I, I've told him, I said, you know, sometimes you feel like the black sheep. Mm. Because you're not like everybody else. Right. And that's the yeah. lesson of what I see with what you guys are doing. It's, it's not following the structure, of the routine of everybody else. It's creating a door, a portal, an alleyway, if nothing else, for black men to have a place to feel like they're at home. Hmm. This gives the, it, it doesn't even give the barbershop feel. Right. This gives the, on the sofa at the house, in front of, in front of the fireplace, <laughs> literally, literally, you know, and when you get done, you feel better than when you started listening. Absolutely. Um, so y'all keep going, keep pushing it and know that literally God is about to birth dreams.
3: Mm.
4: Where I really believe we're in a place where God is allowing us to give birth to our dreams, but not leaving us just in the labor room, right. but nurturing the dream. Amen. Um, mm-hmm. He's nurturing us to give birth to the dream. Yeah. So. <laughs> Man, y'all push it, keep going, whatever we could always do to work together, let me know, man. It's it's a pleasure, it's an honor. And uh, so man, shout out to, to to the show, shout out to the fam, and we're looking forward to great things, man. All right, so, Jeffrey Higgins, uh, we finally got you on episode four, you know. Yeah it's never too
1: late to get the best on here. So let the people yep. know. Like your last closing words.
2: Oh my, my last closing look, like I said before, it's it's just an it's an honor. To be here, um, really, honestly, it's an honor, and it's truly a blessing to be a part of um, something that will not only bless me but will bless everybody else going forward. Um, being able to, um, you know, form and create these connections with everybody is, is always a beautiful thing. And I, and I think that I think that we're doing a great job so far. And you know, honestly. There's no podcast like the 285 Live podcast. I'm not going to lie to you. (laughs) (laughs) you. (laughs) Uh, But
3: it's a a blessing, man.
1: uh, It's a blessing to have guests to be able to come through uh, even so early into what we're doing, um, just to get those different perspectives, even though y'all are all from the east side, apparently. (laughs) I need to get some more folks from... Uh, the west side, you know, north side, south side, but uh, hey, everybody on the east side, they sound like they know what they're talking about. So, you know, uh, that's again, we, we are here for the connection, uh, we're here for the different experiences to bring it all together. 285 that's you know, the circle that connects us all. So, you know, uh, Sir Garrett, close out. No, <laughs> no, yeah.
3: Uh, oh, wait, time on, on. one,
1: one, one more thing, one more thing. We Talk did to- have a um. Uh, a men's day at our church yeah, uh, at GLCC, Global Leadership Christian Center. Um, yes. And Sir Garrett, he is born for this. He is born to be uh, a <laughs> pastor. He's born to, to, you know, MC and all this stuff. So I'm sitting there on the stage. You know, I don't really like speaking in front of people on the stage. Yeah. I like to be comfortable. And, you know, our, our director, she was like, okay. You know, she's giving us the tips and stuff like that. This man sitting here in the crowd like, I'm to I'm about to drop flames. You do not know me? No coaching. No nothing. So I get to my part. We go up there uh, to close this out. Absolutely kills it. Destroys it. Everybody's clapping and acting like we went to a, a pep rally for the next game. I was like, oh I was like yep, that's, that's his calling. So, you know, go ahead and close this out. Give us some of that energy.
0: Well, um, <laughs> I, will, I will say that um, I think we keep a, a good group of people around us um, when it comes to this 285 Live. Um, I think our the community that we have listening are beautiful people, wonderful people. And the one thing I will say uh, to close this thing out, no matter what level of success that you're at, there's always somebody watching. Mm. Um, yeah. No matter how old, how young, whether they're here to watch you you know, go to the next level or trip you up themselves, somebody's always watching. So handle yourself accordingly. And yourself with poise, with pride, and I always just keep moving forward. Because at the end of the day, God has something for
3: you. Um, <laughs> that's the
0: that's that's the best way I could put it, man. You know, don't don't let, don't let anyone take your fire. Because the moment somebody takes your fire, they won, and, and you're and you're stuck. You know, you're stuck in you know in a spot. You're stuck in a spot you don't want to be. You know, all your friends can be moving forward and what they're doing, no matter how fast or how slow. But at the end of the day, you know. Ain't moving if, if you don't believe in yourself. Then what's the point of you having dreams? Yep. um But I just, I just, like I said, I love this squad. I love where this, where this moment is going. Um Shoot, the way Cortez is, man, he might have to be a permanent spot. Right, like right, for real. sir. he the time because he he's like he uh, all over. I all know. Over Mr. <laughs> doing everything. Yeah, yeah you know, Mr. in <laughs> uh, uh, Yeah, he hit
4: the whole he hit the whole outskirts. I'm you know? on the street team. Hey. We'll pass out flies, yeah. though, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> But Nah, man. I, I,
0: you know, like we said, you know, we love every single one of y'all. Thank you so much for uh, listening to our podcast. Make sure you stream, like, follow, subscribe. Let everybody and your mama know, your mama know, your mama got... And family. your auntie. And hey, your aunties. And grandma, don't go for and, my grandma. And, hey, know. we don't forget no grandma, but no, we give for the aunties, too. Yeah. And so, <laughs> <laughs> but, but let everybody know, you know what I'm saying? Uh, and we love and y'all. Dogs. And tell the, the dogs. Tell, tell the dogs. Tell everybody. Tell the dogs, tell the homies. everybody. Go. Everybody. <laughs> so, you know, more more good content coming soon. I can't wait to have more people on. I can't wait to have more discussions like this. Please let us know in the comments wherever you hear this. Uh, let us know what your uh, experiences are, what you like, what you don't like, things of that nature. We're always trying to get better. So with that being said, Brodies and that's 285 is out. Find your exit. Use, use your blinkers. Turn on your headlights. Put your seatbelt on and and, and go, to, go to and the
3: go the designated Stay off your phone when you're driving your
0: car. Stay off your phones and go the designated miles per hour, which is 80.
4: Everybody goes 80. <laughs> <It's> pretty, <laughs> out. Not on 285. Not on 285. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Just be
3: careful. <laughs> Y'all stay safe.